Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wrestle me, Mark. We are back. This is Wrestle Me. Uh, we've had a short break. We've not seen each other for a little while. Uh, what's happened in between? I gave birth. Yay! Woo! Right out your foof. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. the babies are cracker, so uh, everything's great. Thank you very much for asking. But you're Peter. wrestling with the lack of sleep. I am, yeah. I've I'll tell you what's been actually quite useful is things that didn't exist if I'd have had this baby ten years ago <laughs> when, you know, biologically I probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't have had the network then, and I could just okay. I could just sit there and like, you know, I don't know what it would be like. Just the afternoon, the baby's grizzling, mm. and you can just go, hmm, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll watch No Mercy 2003, <laughs> and up Mark, it comes. Do not subject your child, your firstborn child. She has watched a lot of wrestling already. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about this, and I thought, ah, oh, I should probably make sure that like the first wrestling I put on is something good. It's like the first it's song, like playing the song, yeah, yeah, playing the song to the womb. That's sort of what you think's going to happen before you have mm. the baby, and when the baby is here you are just like I am destroyed so <laughs> I did watch um, PWG's best of the, uh, uh, what's it called Battle of Los Angeles right, okay. 2015 a vintage <laughs> year uh, and uh, she showed no interest she obviously yeah. didn't even face the screen so unbelievable who knows whether she'll grow up to be one of the leading female wrestlers uh, hard, ever hard to, to come from Britain hard to please hard to please they are they are I mean PWG if you don't like that there's no hope for you <laughs> um, we, we, we called her Eva and okay. uh, uh, again, I, I was in the, actually in the hospital. We were just waiting in the labour thing. And I suddenly thought, wouldn't it be nice to call her? I joked about calling her Moolah. Yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't it be nice to call her May? Like May yes, Young. Yes, May Young. Yeah, yeah, M-A-E. How nice. Yeah. Uh, my wife did not go for that. <laughs> I mean, the, their reputations have um, waned somewhat in the last, in the last yeah. few years, haven't they? Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. Um, mm. But uh, we, we decided to call her Eva mm. after probably the worst WWE <laughs> female performer of easily the last 30 years. Uh, <laughs> Eva Marie, uh, all read everything. She had a, a career from 2013 to 2017. And, uh, I mean, she really, really had no aptitude for the business. <laughs> she looked like, she looked dynamite, which is how she got a four-year career. Yeah. But she was absolutely... I think probably... It's hard to imagine. It's hard. To, it's such a big statement, but I don't think you can necessarily argue it. I think she is the single worst person <laughs> to step foot in a WWE ring. Really? Yep, I you think so. That? Yep, I think so. <laughs> Some people have been have been worse 
but they've been right at the start of their career. They yeah. were tough enough winners, or they they took part in one of those diva searches. Mm. But Eva Marie spent f- four years and Stinking they put up the place. loads of money into making her better, <laughs> and she couldn't do it. So what more fitting tribute for my firstborn child than to to give that big shout out to Eva Marie, <laughs> the worst of all time. Oh well, I guess things are going to get better. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's pro wrestling Eve. Is a is a big uh, company in Britain as well. Right. Okay. They they do. Uh, they're very sort of. I mean, it's a female wrestling federation, if you like. Mm. And they are. They're based at Bethnal Green. They do lots of. They're just like feminist riot girl punk attitude. Yeah. Uh, and they are delightful. So if there is a wrestling connection, then I'll probably go for that one instead. All right. They then. had a really good T-shirt that you can still get, worth getting, and it just says on it, um, "Pro Wrestling Eve," and it says "Pile Driver Fascist," and it has <laughs> a strong nice. woman just giving a pile driver to a man who could be Donald Trump. Uh, Fantastic. Very very nice. Wonderful. So, well done, Pro Wrestling Eve. Well, speaking of babies, I've got a picture of Paul Bearer with his little one. Oh, Isn't that lovely? Good Lord. <laughs> Describe the scene. Uh, that's Paul Bearer with, I presume, Paul Bearer's wife, yes. who looks just like Paul Bearer. <laughs> she doesn't have a, 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 quite a pronounced moustache. No. Uh, but she's also, she's wearing a very colourful top. Yes. And, and in between the two of them, held up like some kind of grim sacrifice. Horror L- none. Little Bobby. It it's does, the, the it Bobby. is urn-shaped. It is the baby is too small to be like held up like that, Good, isn't it? I don't know how its back is straight. <laughs> That, that that can't be happening. What's and, that? And also there's a young Paul Bearer when he had uh, blonde hair. I didn't realise he, he naturally had a, a blonde, strawberry blonde uh, mop. Do you know, I noticed on Amazon there is a book and it's written by a, a quite a respected wrestling journalist called Sean Oliver. Right. And it's called Father's Blood. Uh, true stories of pro wrestling dads facing their greatest challenger parenthood. Wow. And he tells the story of Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Vince Russo, I think Lanny Poffo. Oh, wow, yes. That that comes as a bit of a surprise. (laughs) But Lanny Poffo, uh, I believe, is a father. Um, One of the the, uh, reviews just reads, Your laugh and cry, but one thing's for sure. All the story... So so tired, Pete. I'm leaving that in. I think you deserve... (laughs) Look, look, he's just had a baby. (laughs) Wind your neck in. If you want professionalism, why are you even listening in the first place? Years ago, I went to someone's house and they were... were, It was a a dad who had three girls. Yeah. And the three girls were, like, really sassy and really cool. They were, like... We were all 17. Mm. And the dad came down. He was drinking a cup of coffee and they went, look at dad's mug. And it had a picture of, like, a king, like, the the, the card. Yeah. From a suit pack of cards. Yeah. Uh, and it said, Dad's a king. And a king had been scratched out with a compass. And, and they scratched in the word loser. <laughs> and they went, look at him with his dad's a loser mug. <laughs> and he was drinking from it. And he sort of shrugged. And they went, he's pathetic. <laughs> and I think about that mug all the time. I think, yeah, yeah, dad's a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad used to do a podcast that people liked. <laughs> oh, how did it go wrong? Well, literally the first time I came back, couldn't speak. I was reading out an Amazon review. The main thrust of it was it was a bad review and it was poorly spelled. I couldn't say the words. Dad's a loser. Oh, <laughs> dad's a loser. Uh, yeah, look, it's fine. 
<laughs> It'll be fine. She might not be evil. Look, hey, look, I've got 20 years, and then it's over for a bit. I can relax. It'll be wonderful. Um, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. 2000. Yeah, sponsored by Snickers. Sponsored by Snickers. They we have, did not uh... go for the, the... I mean, we're a new millennium. We've got through the millennium bug. Yep. The WrestleMania servers have, have managed to uh, avoid the rigours of the millennium bug. Yep. And they were still up and running. It's all good. What, what's funny about this as well is it harks back to that time when 2000 was seen as, as like everything was 2000. Oh, everything was 2000 and everything like the logo to WrestleMania 2000, the lettering, it just reminds me of like the Matrix, not the Matrix, the film, yeah. the Matrix, the video game. That they, <laughs> we would just put some green, neon, sicky green letters yeah. and it'll look like the future. It, it, imagine a computer monitor. Yeah. In the year 2000, you'll have computer monitors. <laughs> Everywhere. Like we have now. Yeah. <laughs> It being November 1999. And they won't be colour screens like we've had for 20 years. <laughs> They'll be green. They'll be green screen. They'll green. be green on black. All pens will be neon green. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it does really date it because this is technically WrestleMania 16. Yes. Nobody calls it that. No, WrestleMania Everyone 2000, still yeah. calls it WrestleMania 2000. It's quite 2000. hard to find anything WrestleMania. And, and, and even when you type in WrestleMania 2000, that was also a video game as well. Yes. So if yeah. you ever want to like check out like a review or other people talking about it, you just find the video game stuff. Wow, that... Uh, video game look like shit. Oh, oh. you'd be surprised. <laughs> this is a golden era 2000 for the wrestling games. Mm. On the PlayStation, you had SmackDown, mm. uh, and then SmackDown 2 was the following year. So this is 2000, right. 2001. Mm. But but WrestleMania 2000 was on the N64. Yes. It, the graphics are not great. The gameplay is superb. And okay. oddly, those two games, SmackDown and WrestleMania 2000, and the previous year's No Mercy, mm. um, they are wrestling games that have never been improved on. Well, well I watched a video of the N64 version where you could like smash people's heads into the, the side of the cage which is the first for the series etc yeah. and I was like oh, I, I thought I'd put in a good half an hour of watching the Wrestlemania then I'd forgotten that this was not what we were reviewing <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah I, I, honestly the, the, the gameplay <laughs> of these the, the newer ones uh, that have been going I mean since probably what would it be 2000 I don't know 7 mm. they're, they're more complex and they're, they're cleverer obviously and the graphics are much better but they lack the Fun, the arcade sort of fast quickness and, and mm. the smashability of, of this sort of golden era of games. Honestly, if you've still got a PS2 hanging around somewhere, those SmackDown games yeah. are really, really underrated. They're great fun. They're, they're one of the things that really got me back into wrestling was I got a PS1 and I bought <laughs> SmackDown, uh, uh, I think the second one, Shut Your Mouth. And <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You. And they are just knockout great fun ah. just great fun Love I'll, I'll get you set up with an emulator Mark can you just back away back I bought away. one of those ones that you see advertised on Facebook that say oh, yeah. <laughs> I've really got like 300 yeah, yeah. games on here and what they had on there was they had a load of uh, WWF ones from the early 90s that I used to right. play like European Rampage and things like that and uh, <laughs> I I cannot work out how to set it up oh, it's Mark. got loads and loads and loads of games on it and, and it, it's just a big plastic cube that I stare at sadly <laughs> <laughs> I think I paid about 60 quid for it. It just makes me unhappy. Well, you sort of buy these things off like uh, Alibaba and like uh, all the Chinese websites and stuff, and they're so illegal when it comes to they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're getting delivered with like ROMs, you know, that, that Nintendo and people like that are actually profiting from nowadays because of their IP. But these systems just get sold. Like Soldier Boy keeps yeah. on buying a job lot of um, terrible Chinese knockoff uh, NES and SNES handhelds mm. and just putting Soldier Boy on the front and then going, hey, 
wants to buy the new Soldier Boy retro <laughs> machine. He's so good at it. I, I, I really had that thing. Again, I think this is the thing as you begin to get old, mm. which is I, I, I saw the advert and I thought, that looks fantastic. And it arrived. And I went, what the fuck's this? <laughs> and it was, but I've been led on by the advert. This is not what the advert sort of promised. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it, but at the same time, it was a bit sort of, that one was shiny white and this is a little bit off yellow. You know what I mean? <laughs> the controllers look so cheap. The, the controllers are very thin. <laughs> they are thinner than you'd imagine. And they look like the ones you remember on the old sort of N64. Yeah. Oh, but they're thinner. Oh, they're thinner. Oh, they're thinner and a bit my, smaller. I just put my thumb through that. <laughs> um, so we've headed to the, the Honda Centre. Yep. I um, got mixed up and I was I was sort of Googling where, like what had happened at the Honda Centre, but I got that confused with the Anaheim Convention Centre, yeah. which is the host of the 2018 Sensi Family Reunion, which is a collection of um, people who sell candles. Sensi. <laughs> scent. Right, okay. And uh, they just get together and they, and they, they sell, sell candles <laughs> to one another. Um, but we're not there. We're at the Honda Centre. <laughs> this, this used to be called the Arrowhead Point. Yes. Uh, okay. Before that mania for, for, for renaming things that had really nice names, mm. the Manchester Arena. Yeah. And then it became the, the MEN Arena. Yeah, or everything's the auto, isn't it? Yeah. Your Emirates and yeah. stuff like that. You know, whatever happened to it, we'll be bringing those British names back fairly soon, <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> no, we won't, because oil money is always oil money. Yeah, Mark. oil money is always... And actually, Petrodollars I mean, the other thing is, uh, when we get the all-English premiership that in three years' time... <laughs> whoa. I'd I, love I mean, to see that. I mean, uh, that, that's, a, that's a funny one in wrestling, because mm. actually... We We've never been better. So yes. I, th- I think uh, we, uh, we should probably make it clear. We, we, we've like worked on immediately like we understand what we're talking about. We're talking about Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you come to wrestle me for. In insider gossip about Brexit. How it's going to affect the people. I mean, how will it? I don't know. I guess there'll be a lot. I guess visas will be more challenging I, I for think, the Japanese talent. Well, it will be. This happened with um, a big show they were putting on in the States. Mm. Um, and that's due to the shutdown that they've right. done with Donald Trump. So that no, they're not really processing visas. Right. So there was a huge post-WrestleMania, the one that's coming up in April. Mm. There's a big um, New Japan show taking place at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Obviously, they need to front load that with a huge amount of talent. Mm. They can't because they cannot get the visas. <sighs> and so backlog and, this could yeah. be a nightmare for them in that they've booked Madison Square Garden if and they might there's... be using only foreign talent mm. and only you know Japanese talent who have already got a visa in place. If there's one thing that uh, Donald Trump's interested in it's wrestling yeah. he, could, he could push this through any time he fancies I mean what is funny and this is uh, absolutely a, a conspiracy theory I don't think there's any weight to it mm. but of course Donald Trump is also very close to the McMahons mm. they visited him in the Oval Office yep. Linda McMahon is part of his business sort of uh, Development think tanky think tank, sort yeah. of thing um, it would be very convenient if a government slowdown had happened and had prevented <laughs> the one global competitor to Vince to McMahon's WWE, WWE. WWE. I mean, I mean that, that is a bit far. I mean, open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Take the blue pill. Yeah. Uh, the, the, this, um, Take the, the bright green pill. The, the, uh, the Harrowhead Pond in Anaheim, um, mm. it, it had previously hosted WrestleMania 12. Right. And this is, again, a funny little one. This is the last of the small WrestleManias. So next year, we go to a stadium. Right. And that's the first time we go to a stadium. And even though there's a few years where it... it 
scales down. We have been in scenes before, though, have we? We yeah. went like, for um, the one that was in um, the Sunshine. And the WrestleMania 6. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think WrestleMania 3 as well. Mm. That's the. Um, so you, you, you do have these. What this one is, is the last 20,000er. Yes. And it's also the last WrestleMania that isn't special. So fans don't really go, I don't really watch wrestling, but I want to go to WrestleMania mm. at this point. This is still people following the product. What they were following at this time in 2000 is probably the best year in the WWE's history. Mm. It's a little crux point between the Attitude Era, which it has made them so much money, and it's destroyed the competition WCW. At this point, the WWF is not worried about what WCW are doing. They are dying. Yeah. So they just become super confident. They are putting on, on a routine basis, the best matches, really, in their history. 2000 is full of great five-star, classic, legendary matches. They have a depth of talent which they've never had again. Mm. Um, even though they've got more people, probably better athletes today, what they don't have is the, the, the breadth of main event performer. So here you've got, in the main event, you've got uh, Austin, Triple H, Rock, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, and Mick Foley. Bonafide any generation main eventers. And yeah. they're all here at the same time. Underneath that, you've got a another layer of People like Kane, uh, The Big Show, uh, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, uh, Rikishi, Eddie Guerrero. This this amazing mm. upper mid-card. Yeah. Add to that, you've also got the best roster of tag teams they've ever had. Um, the Hardy Boys, the Dudleys, uh, Edge and Christian, and then the smaller ones like Right to Censor, Too Cool, who are remarkably over. There's just everyone here is really good. And mm. you can see it slightly in this WrestleMania. No one is particularly bad at wrestling. No. There's no one who really sticks out. What What's funny is this has been the banner year 2000. I think the greatest year in any federation's history. Mm. Um, WrestleMania itself is not very good. <laughs> so they have, what, 12 pay-per-views a year. And most people would put WrestleMania about eight out of the 12. Right. It's their big show, but for some reason it just misfires. Well, I, it just seems to be... I mean, we'll come on to it. I think I enjoyed a couple of the matches because, again, the talent is ridiculous, but... It, I don't know how... It could have been a lot better because yeah. the talent was definitely there. Some of it is the booking. Some of it, okay, yeah. They, they, there's only one one-on-one match in this. Yes. And that's a cat fight between Terry and the cat. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's not the best bit of... Uh, not the best bit by a long way. And they've got matches where they've got stellar performers mm. and they're slightly lost in the shuffle. The perfect example of that is the hardcore Invitational Battle Royale. There are loads of different matches that could have happened there and could have happened mm. across the card in various permutations. And they're all just slightly wasted. What you can see here, again, it's the chance for people to get a WrestleMania payday. And they're getting as many people on the card as possible. These guys work hard. This is their showcase event. Let's get them all on. Mm. And slightly, that doesn't make for a very good WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, the, the, the crowd are the other thing here. The crowd kill this WrestleMania. Mm. They don't respond. They don't react in any way. A lot of people have said that, that that crowds across America do change, and California are seen as being a very reticent, laid-back crowd, yeah. and they don't go for anything in here. There are some bits that are just, I mean, really misfire. Um, there's a bit in the Al Snow match where the crowd are supposed to cheer, and they are lightly jeering. Bits in the even the cat fight where they're supposed to be presumably wanking in their seats, <laughs> and they're just sitting there silently, you know, going, mm, okay. Well, I, I mean, even the, the main event struggles. 
Yeah, and, and the hardcore matches, like, uh, the, with, the, with the candy jar, nothing, like, no. the smash, like, they just smashed a candy jar over the, someone's head and there's gobstoppers everywhere. Yeah, and that's a... They, they don't do a thing. No, not at all. There are, there are so many different parts mm. where you realise that an audience in wrestling is as important as what's going on in the ring. It, it's, a, you know, a really good crowd mm. can lift an okay match into being something great. A really bad crowd, I, I don't think it's possible to have a great match in front of a bad crowd. Because you aren't getting the the flow of the crowd, you aren't working together. It just it, it's a really weird one. So mm. you watch this and you go, actually, the stuff in the ring is pretty good, mm. but for some reason the atmosphere is so bad that yeah. the wrestlers aren't taking it to the next level. So is that why they sort of moved from the Honda Center uh, to like bigger places? For the next they moved to bigger places because they next year have a match that can sell out a bigger place. Right. Okay. Everything is money. Mm. Everything is money. There's no sense of the art here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, um, I was reading about the uh, Honda Centre before we move on to the actual matches themselves because mm-hmm. we always love taking a little bit of time before <laughs> the matches. Um, uh, from the TLC tables, ladders and chairs in this WrestleMania, the venue would later go on to host the final gig by TLC, the girl band. Oh, really? Before Lisa Left Eye Lopez dies in a car crash. She was lovely, in, wasn't in she? In tribute to Adrian Adonis. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, I, someone I got a contact on Twitter and I should reference <laughs> it because they said, oh, Pete, you made a hilarious joke. I totally d- just didn't react to it at all. What was this? We were talking about Shawn Michaels uh, being born again. And I think oh, but he wasn't. Point, I got confused. He wasn't born, quite born yeah, again, yeah, by, yeah. but you're absolutely right. He was wearing like a gold cross. Mm. And I think he wore that as a bit of jewellery. I'm right. you know, not quite sure whether... <laughs> I think I was preempting his uh, move towards <laughs> yeah. the adoption of the Lord. But you made a great pun. And, uh, you know, it, imagine how good this pun is going to be considering it's got the word great pun. <laughs> but you were saying, oh, yes, the Beatitude era. Oh, Bang! Right. Yeah, but to Proper be fair, funny. I went to Catholic school, you went to Jewish school. <laughs> We were never gonna. We were never going to uh, proper. It funny. was never gonna bang. And I basically, I listened back. I thought, did I really miss it? And I heard it go out. And I could hear myself practically thinking, like looking down at my sheet while you said it. And I thought, Pete must think, God, Mark's a prick. <laughs> I uh, well, it doesn't matter because I uh, riotously uh, ruined the first match. Uh, I remember I was on a bus down high, down Holloway Road, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I was listening to the first episode of the last WrestleMania we did. Uh, and I mentioned that the death of, um, who was it? Uh, <laughs> You're going to make exactly the same God. mistake again. The death of... Uh, uh, I'm just basically doing what the BBC uh, website did. Remember I said the BBC website oh, yes. did not feature... Yeah, um, yeah, Mean Gene Oakland. Mean Gene Oakland. Mm. Uh, it didn't feature him on the front page. And I think my point was supposed to be that it was not in... Um, it was only there for a little while and then it was usurped by yeah. the actor from that thing. Uh, but what actually came out was it was never on the BBC website. I mean, I presumed it would have been on the BBC website. I, I was actually surprised I was so to see it was. sad. I was <laughs> surprised to see I'm it so was. I'm so sad I derailed this show so badly. <laughs> and a lot of you got in touch and I'm, I'm sorry uh, that hey, you felt look, the need to do so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, both, I'm, I'm glad, but I also think it, it's a reflection of the fact that the BBC is just doing whatever is on other news things they'll put on theirs. I don't think they meant it. Yeah, I they, don't think they, they did it for us. I don't think that the BBC News website people <laughs> sat around and went, did you hear about Mean Gene Oakland? I think they went, who's this Who's this guy? Who's this boring... They, he doesn't look was, like a wrestler, mate. Why, why are they always... <laughs> why are they always fat and got moustaches? I don't know. Um, on eBay, uh, I, I think we should, every time we do a show, we should go on eBay and for, like, I don't know, 50, like, take 15 quid out of our own pockets Great. and try and buy a piece of memorabilia Brilliant from idea. every WrestleMania Brilliant show. Brilliant idea. Um, because 
is there is a WrestleMania 2000 voice changer uh, on eBay right now, fully working. It still has the red form for the top of the mic that is often lost. Uh, you can pitch your, you can pitch your voice, voice up or down or choose one of three phrases uh, from Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Not many of these still around working. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, the user's last eBay auction was for 440 blank C90 audio cassettes. So very much living in the future, that, that eBay seller. I really hope that WrestleMania 2000 microphone has a button that you press and you just hear Ice-T shouting, Grab your bitches! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. let's get into the shit show that was the start of this whole thing. Uh, before we get to the, the shit show, there was pre-shit show, which oh, yeah. you wouldn't know as a viewer. Um, right. And that was, because it was in California mm. and Tupac Shakur was massive uh, yeah. in 2000, they wanted to use California Love as the theme. And basically Tupac Shakur went, no. (laughs) No, no, you are beneath me. I live a a life of violence and and (laughs) aggression and I would not want your product associated (laughs) with that. Um, So they they basically rewrote it in-house. A guy called Jim Johnson, who was in charge of a lot of the wrestlers' themes, he wrote his own theme and that was called, I think, California. And it sounded mm. very similar. <laughs> Later, it was used as the introduction mu- music for Teddy Long, I think. Right. But uh, th- that that is not on the network now. <laughs> so I, I, I think they had a falling out with Jim Johnson, who'd worked for them for many, many years. Right. And I think he was... I, I seem to remember reading an interview with him, and he's basically sort of said, they just said, oh, we don't want you anymore. We've essentially got, you know, t- two cool dudes from Norway, and they're going to be <laughs> doing it now. And he made the point of saying, I made some iconic music, and these two... Could you name a modern-day wrestling theme? You'd yeah. struggle to mm. do it. They're all very samey. So Jim Johnson was great, and I wasn't sure whether it had been taken off because of Jim Johnson falling out with them and maybe having a copyright on it, I don't know, mm. or whether they just went, oh, why did we even bother? We, <laughs> the, Tupac Shakur said no, and we went, oh, we'll get you. Well, the thing we'll we, do something just like it. Well, <laughs> I, think we've spoken, I think we've spoken about like, that licensed music before, but um, video games get taken down off the internet quite often because they uh, contain a piece of music that uh, doesn't exist. But the, if I was... A betting man, I'd probably say that the WWE probably weren't looking very much further forward than five years. No. So they probably had the idea to um, just, you know, sign up the music for a little while and maybe they had to take it off. I don't know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What is Hulkamania? Well, Hulkamania is the newest thing, Johnny. It's the thing that is sweeping the country. I'm sure some of these guys over here might know about it. Gosh, I meant oh. to tell you. Oh. I had a chat with uh, a, a fantastic uh, wrestling journalist named John Lister. Right, OK. And he uh, basically got in touch. Uh, we, we, we chat oh, about spoken, stuff every now and then. Yeah, yeah. you've spoken about he's, he, he's, he's written some great books. His, mm. his last one on British wrestling is absolutely an essential purchase. Uh, but he was telling me about the um, world of sport. Oh, the rights to the world the of sport. The rights yes, to the yes, world yes, of yes. sport. And I, I believe that they are, are predominantly owned by ITV. Ah. And ITV don't seem to have much of an interest in, in monetizing them. them, but uh, apparently also don't have much of an interest in letting anyone access them. <laughs> right. Which is, which is I, again, this is like the Tupac Shakur thing. You just go, I'm not interested in dealing with you. And you go, oh, well, maybe there'll be some money out. And they just go, look, it's tatty. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, we're, we're working very hard on making Gemma Collins a big star here. The last thing we want <laughs> is, 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 for, is for our station to look tawdry. Gemma Collins is back and she needs to be respected. So do we need a tawdry load of nonsense? But all, all I'm going to say is if you work for ITV and they've in some way upset you maybe you've had a pay cut mm. or you don't feel like you have a long term future there mm. do try and steal them from the vaults for us I was the voice of ITV too and I'm fairly certain I still have a security pass <laughs> um, and as long as they haven't changed it in the last seven years um, I think we'll be alright this is already like the, uh, the sort of really bad early pitch meeting for a shitty British film a terrible hype uh, two retired wrestlers try and get back the, the rights uh, to their own careers. Yeah, I mean, they're absolutely crippled and their hips don't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hips Don't Work. <laughs> no, <laughs> with, do work with a like, parody like, of Shakira's Because it would be a work. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's good, this oh, Fucking God, good. get him out of here. Yay, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> accompanied by Ice-T. <laughs> uh, this is the opening match. It's the Godfather and D'Lo Brown yes. versus the Big Boss Man and Bull Buchanan. Um, Ice-T unannounced, uh, a big surprise. Mm. The crowd don't really react. No, I don't really react. And he, it's kind of, um, it's after his um, more pop- popular days, isn't it? Like yes. the fact that he's getting involved with wrestling. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how he somehow brings the tone down <laughs> in, in a WrestleMania, I, but he manages it. I mean, this is not his best performance <laughs> by, a, by a long time. I don't know whether he can't hear the backing track or he's just like, <laughs> absolutely fuck this. Um, th- again, the problem with this, if you're Ice-T, you probably do loads of these sorts of things. Mm. You'll do a ba- basketball game or yeah. you'll do some shitty awards thing, mm. you know, in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And you don't imagine 
imagine that years later it will be made accessible on a platform <laughs> of streamable content? Um, obviously, Ice-T had a worse sort of contract for this than Jim Johnston, because <laughs> Ice-T is still there, stinking the joints out. With, and, his, with some whores. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, this is the Attitude Era, sort of in a nutshell. Yeah. People are getting involved. There's big money swelling around. We, we are, you know, in, in the era of the Godfather and his hose. The Godfather looks iconically good in this. He is wearing such <laughs> shitty, cheap clothes. <laughs> he looks, he's got dreads as well. In, mm. And normally he sort of has them all tied back. And in this, they're loose. And he looks like Snoop Dogg if, like, instead of being really into Go hash, for a washing machine. He was really into butter. <laughs> and he just looks big and iced tea. Portuguese tarts. <laughs> Yes. I love that sticky icky. Oh, the, when they're cold, but you get that sort of skin on it. No, <laughs> no. I like my warm with cinnamon. <laughs> Throw out, it in the air. Out Ice-T comes, and he's got a bit in his... He starts doing a slight wrestling rap in it, and there's a bit where he just sort of says... Um, uh, he sort of points at the Godfather, who looks like his clothes cost all of a pound, and he what? just goes, he just goes, this guy has his clothes custom-made. Of course, he's like a 35-year-old man dressed as... A like pimpy polar bear. Of course, they're fucking custom made. I mean, there's no shape to them. It's just, it's just like a shawl on him. I, I did not remember that, that D'Lo Brown had become part of the Godfather's pimping world. Right. In the same way that I didn't remember Bulby Cannon had become part of the boss man's policing world. Well, look, it's a, it's it's uh, an intoxicating world, and you just want a slice of it, don't you? <laughs> you do. The I old tell you what. World. Let, why don't we take everyone there right now? Mm. Let's have a listen to Ice T's not finest hour. <laughs> uh, this is him uh, welcoming in uh, D'Lo Brown. And the Godfather. Ladies and gentlemen, accompanied by Ice T, here is the Godfather. Uh, is that laughter? <laughs> Might not be easy, certainly monotonous. Take a look at me, everything I own ice out. Hey, baby, you can see my rips with the lights out. This is how we do it, man. Pictures and clothes. Godfather, baby, on the plates of the road. Step back, hey, to take a little room for my hold. Babies on the feet, take a look at my toes. Money is Sounds like take, take a, a look, look at, at my show. <laughs> You got no chance up against the back. Is it like a chord, like a penis that is wider than it is tall? I think it is. Yeah. You really can't laugh. Cause it's pimp or die. Pimp or die, baby. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. I think it's at this point where one of the whores takes a tumble. <laughs> she does. She absolutely stacks it. Uh, let me say, uh, you might sort of say, are the hoes real hoes? I believe at this WrestleMania, these women are prostitutes. I don't think they've ever been to a wrestling ring before. And I believe one or two of them are absolutely fucked up. Some of, some of the female wrestlers who started as some of the whores on the pimp train, which yeah. is yeah. Victoria. amazing. Pimp or die, baby. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't. We're only halfway through. Grab your bitches! Yes, yes, grab your bitch. There are only men in this I arena. Know. There are homo- homeopathic <laughs> levels of women in this room. <laughs> Trace elements of whore. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I realised I used the word whore rather liberally there. I, didn't, I mean, I, he started it. Let's yeah. make that very clear. I meant women. I, I, there's a funny thing as well where, where the Godfather, he's doing this big thing. No, let him finish. <laughs> ten, minutes, ten seconds. She's a baby. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, he, uh, the Godfather, you see, is actually a wrestler. Yes. And so just coming out there and just going pimping at easy, pimping till he dies, he's made up his mind to be a pimp because he wants a condo and he wants this, that, the other. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, the 90s and 2000 is sort of the 90s. It's as close as you can get to the 90s without being in the 90s, apart from 1989. That was close. <laughs> but it does, it does seem a very loaded mentality. And I mean that mm. as in the magazine yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. something because to come out and just just be it's not so much that he plays he plays a 70s sort of over the top pimp no having Ice-T just come out and scream about celebrating pimp culture and just screaming you know pimping ain't easy bitch it's just it's a weird start it's not what wrestling's about a lot of things and professional wrestling in, in the 90s was about a lot of things but there wasn't do much of this? No, because I mean, even like I, I, I kind of time like skate culture and metal culture uh, and punk culture and you know stuff like that. Things that kind of went hand in hand. You can see the way that the, some of the wrestlers dress. It's very, um, it's very influenced by skate culture. Tony Hawk stuff like that. Yeah, it was never about that. No, it was about you know a last with some I don't know fucking Daisy Jukes and a visible thong. Like it was about that. Yep, hanging off her. But it was never about um, the subjugation of prostitutes. I, I think. I think there's also a funny thing here, which we have touched on before, but this is also a company, the WWF, which is run by working-class white men yes. primarily. Mm. And what they don't understand, and I still think they really struggle with today, is they don't understand young or urban or BAME culture mm. at all. For years, even into like the 2010s, if you were a Japanese-looking wrestler, mm. they would stick you... Your music would start with a gong, bong, you would bang. Yeah. You would be inscrutable. You would, you know, you would, you would cheat and then essentially go me so very solly. Mm. It is, it is so dated. And when you see that, that's I think a very, very sort of blinkered white working class American view mm. of what the black audience might want through the prism of uh, rap music of the 1990s gangster yeah. rap in particular yes um, very, much so. very much so uh, it was always one of those things like I mean you could have gone entirely the other way wouldn't it be nice to have a black wrestler who was introduced by De La Soul mm. how great or Arrested Development you know <laughs> that is something you would remember Th- those and go, are two very white choices when it comes oh, to oh I know I know I know. but I'm sort of thinking of that thing of, of rap being being sort of you know soft gentle yes. yeah, sweet yeah, 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 yeah. good natured thoughtful more than yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, why you've got a man who ruined WrestleMania anywhere near the fucking thing again? To be honest. He didn't run in in time, if I remember right. No, that's right. Yeah, he was very slow. Uh, I, I, Godfather, we we saw him recently. He looks in great form. He seems mm. like a super nice guy. Yeah, one of the best friends of the Undertaker. Yes. Um, so I shouldn't think the Undertaker has a lot of great close friends. So well, he must he, be uh, a pretty much of a dude. He uh, there's a few things that made me laugh. That's right. And he kind of retained his. Uh, he he was the one who um, he got punched out by Bart Gunn in the brawl. He did. Yeah. Yes, a little yeah. bit early on this year, and he he did manage to beat his buddy D'Lo Brown, but they're back together. Yeah, they're friends again. D'Lo D'Lo's sort of interesting. I mean, I mean, he he never had a huge amount of of great success. Mm. He has a, a, an odd thing. He's one of the only people to hold both the intercontinental and European championships. Yeah, I think four people have done it. It's D'Lo Brown. 
Kurt Angle, ooh, RVD. Right. And I think Jericho, not sure. Mm. But the other three all went on to be world champions. Yes. And D'Lo Brown never did. Right. He was a really talented wrestler. He called himself D'Lo Brown. Uh, the D'Lo was a childhood friend of his who had died of cancer. And right. he asked when he became a wrestler, he asked the childhood friend's mother if as a tribute he could call himself D'Lo because his friend was called um, Darren Lewis. And right. they all called him D. Lewis Lowe. Mm. Uh, and so he took his name as a tribute to this childhood oh, friend. that's nice. Um, he wrestled in the WWF first in 1994 as a, as a jobber. He'd lost an earthquake. Um, <laughs> so odd, odd little sort of meeting of, of the eras there. Mm. Uh, he was a certified public accountant, having graduated from the University of Maine. And he, um, he six months before this, had had something terrible happen to him uh, and terrible happen to his opponent. So he'd been uh, in a... They'd been taping SmackDown and he'd done a running powerbomb on a wrestler called Droz. Darren Drozdoff. Now, if you've seen Beyond the Mat, Droz is the football player who Vince McMahon brings in and wants to call puke because oh, he's yes. heard him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can puke. Look at him go. He's puking. And Darren Drozdoff cannot then regurgitate in front of Vince McMahon. And Vince thinks this is brilliant. For Vince McMahon, there is no higher form of culture yeah. than a man vomiting in a waste bin. Vomiting, pooping, oh, putting your bum in front of someone's he face. He loves that shit. He loves it. Um, D'Lo Brown had been in the ring with Darren Drozdoff. They'd had a match and uh, D'Lo Brown performed a running powerbomb. Mm. And uh, somehow he got something of, of Droz's shirt caught up while he was doing the move. And uh, Droz was, was paralysed. He became quadri- quadriplegic. Wow. Uh, he, he, he still is. I mean, this isn't yeah. something where you go, you're, you're going to get better from mm. it. That was it. Right. Uh, obviously, it ended his career. Totally life-changing uh, accident. He always accepted, you know, that D'Lo Brown, it was just a bit of bad luck. Yeah. Terrible luck. Yeah. Um, D'Lo Brown himself... Uh, I think never quite got over it Mm. and he talks about uh, in some interviews that he just every time he was in the ring he was second guessing what the next move would do to someone and not necessarily badly but he was going if I pick him up I'm going to have to land them there because so it just I mean how you can work under that sort of pressure Yeah, I don't know it it probably wouldn't make you a uh, that creative of a wrestler I guess would it no and and he was a good wrestler Mm. he was a good hand uh, and he always seemed like a tremendous guy D'Lo Brown Mm. Um, he, he is still sort of slightly active I think I think he's retired now, but it was relatively recently. Spent a long time in the independence, um, but yeah, a, a sort of underrated. There were times where D'Lo Brown was was just one of the good performers in an era where everyone was really great. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, amazing to be able to just be in that company. Well, um, looking at uh, the aforementioned Godfather, um, I, I found this wonderful quote about, <laughs> about him. Um, obviously, he was friends with the Undertaker, and that's why he lasted so long. But he, uh, he he mentioned the time he almost went to WCW. Oh yeah, I almost went to WCW to be Hogan's enforcer in the NWO. I named my price, the contract was being drawn up, and the last minute I got a call saying the contract was being retracted and there was no longer an offer for me. I was stunned, man, just stunned. I asked why, and it turned out that Virgil had offered to do it for the third of the price. <laughs> because he wanted to be back on TV so bad. That dumb motherfucker cost us both. <laughs> I was reading a story. Well, you mainly. I can't remember who was telling the story, but I was reading, oh, it was Marty Ginetti. Right. So, pinch of salt time. <laughs> uh, and Marty Ginetti was talking about the size of Virgil's dick. Right, OK. And they were saying that... Did he compare it to a bottle of wine? Oh, no. Apparently, it apparently he's down to his he, knees. Because he... Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, t- t- Google Marty Ginetti, Virgil, um, girlfriend. I think there's there's <laughs> some really unsavoury stories there. And this is not a podcast for unsavoury stories. Oh, God, no. Absolutely Crying not. Crying out loud. 
<laughs> lot of lot of great signs in this uh, WrestleMania. I'll, I'll pile through some of my favourites that, that arrive uh, at different times. Um, when the hose and the hose train arrives, um, there's a lot of hoes in Orange County. That sign comes up, um, and the simple poo. <laughs> there's, there's always a, says poo. there's always one that says poo. Or yeah, I not, love poop. but not but, but not poop. That's what I don't understand. Like uh, other notable signs, uh, Thomas likes boys. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> uh, rock lay the smack done on my son. <laughs> And Paul is gay. I saw Paul is gay quite a lot. Yeah, that was up quite a lot. But like, imagine having your view blocked off by <laughs> a man who simply has to let the world know. Right at the start, the two that I noticed was one that said CPU, suck it. And <laughs> CPU is, a, is is only a central processing unit. There's it, no, they, nothing else it stands for. Is, uh, was it the Millennium Bug? Was that a reference to that? <laughs> it could have been. Could have been. In which like, case, maybe, it's funny. Yeah. The other one was not funny. It says, I love handicapped girls. Oh. That was in there. I, look, all comers. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, but I mean, don't take it to a wrestling show because do you know what? If you hold it up, even if it's meant from the heart, yeah. I'm probably going to think you're a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think that you're a mean-spirited I shit. God, I wonder what he's gone with that. Uh, quick little thing I hear about or someone we've not seen before who's Bull Buchanan. Right, yeah. Another guy, everyone's so talented in this era. Mm. If you're not incredible at everything, you are going to disappear. Mm. It's really what happens to Bobby Cannon. He's around for a few years. He started in 1995. He worked his way up, made it to WWE. Um, he does a couple of bits in this match, which are really surprising. He does a sort of leap from the top rope, which is astonishingly mm. good. Um, he was in WWE for a few years. He was a tag team partner of John Cena, where he was given a rap gimmick, um, which right. he did not pull off very well. The one thing, <laughs> clearly, that he lacked in any other era... He he probably would have been quite a big star because mm. he was big and he was agile and he was fast and he was physical. But the one thing he didn't have was the ability to talk on the mic. Right. And at this period, that is so as important, important yeah. yeah, as pretty much anything that you can, you know, name any mm. one factor. Um, he went to all Japan following his WWE career uh, and where he became a regular tag team partner of D'Lo Brown, who is ah. the man who he faces in this match. Ah, that's and they ended up teaming for a long time. And in fact, Bull Buchanan had his final match in 2014. He teamed with D'Lo to face um, the relative unknowns AJ Steele and Brad Lynch. Mm. Um, he, he's sort of interesting because you can see in this, God, you'd bet the house on him because he just seems really good and mm. it's just that one Never thing happened. he lacked yeah. all over. Um, right at the end, the boss man and Bull Buchanan, they chase the hose and, and Jim Ross just says, oh, I don't think it's going to be a social call. <laughs> it's just makes, horrible. So they are going to, it's a business call, is it? They're going to, they're either, <laughs> the, 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 police and prostitutes. This is a pure well, match in a way because it's a load of cops versus some pimps. Yeah, and also like... And the pimps are in white and the cops are in black. And D'Lo Brown tells everyone to light up a fatty and then suddenly the police arrive it's just like <laughs> and Jerry again Jerry Laura is that his worst in this oh, one just constantly, I wish he is it, his worst in a lot of this Wrestlemania yeah I wish I had a swing like that in my backyard doesn't make any sense uh, he, Jerry has two two cracks at an iced tea joke right thinking his oh yeah I bet you thought that uh, when we heard the iced tea was coming you'd be there expecting a drink or something it's just like <sighs> he does it twice and it doesn't connect either his co-host is having none of it there's another of those uh, Val Venus does it really badly here uh, as, as well where he sort of does that here's the most obvious joke you can think of mm. he actually there's a bit where he sort of says um, he's a lot like Wrestlemania yeah. and and he has to basically come up with two reasons he's like WrestleMania. Yeah. 
he doesn't really manage that. No. And then the last one is how he's different. And I'm almost going to save that for his match, but let me yeah. tell you, it's fucking crap. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry at one point says, uh, well, I'm in Australia right now. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. He has never seen 10 o'clock in the morning, Jerry. <laughs> right. I bet you Jerry has never seen. Oh, I should imagine there's been a few times when <laughs> Memphis's police have knocked on his door. <laughs> <laughs> Early doors. <laughs> um, Marco, once again, we've reached the end of a show without actually uh, giving you more than, more than one match. Is there anything left from the first match? That we've well, I think just one thing, which is mm. if you're going to start uh, a WrestleMania mm. with some two pimps who the yes. crowd really like and they've got iced tea in their corner and a load of prostitutes yes. versus two... Like like horrible southern policemen. Yeah, one with the Confederate flag on his arm. Let's make that very clear. Why don't you kick off WrestleMania by having the people that everyone likes win? <laughs> right? <laughs> they don't. And they have the boss man and, B- and Bull Buchanan win. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, are we surprised that the rest of this WrestleMania is going to have loads of decisions like that that turn it into something a bit flat? <laughs> Fucking morons. Oh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll probably be reading out a couple of emails as well. Ooh, we're always a little bit slap there. I found some emails. Lovely. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, it's short at WrestleMePod.com. That's short at WrestleMePod.com. Uh, you can get in touch with us via Twitter at WrestleMePod. That is the uh, handle. Uh, and we'll see you next week. WrestleMe, Mark. The WrestleMe Pete! A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.